Pastor Eddie and, and, and Pastor Sonia. Um, it is good to see Brenda today. <laughs> uh, everyone else, I don't know you by name, so I couldn't really call your name out. So, But good to see everyone here today. How many is happy today? I want to I talk to you today just for a moment. I don't want to take too long. It's, uh, um, can't see the clock. I'll look at this clock. It's 11.10. I want to get you out here. But um, I want to talk to you just for a moment, a message, and it's entitled, What's Handcuffing You? Now, I know no one's ever been in handcuffs here, so. <laughs> no one's ever been seen, probably seen a pair of handcuffs. But, yeah, the, uh, uh, you know, the thing really is, is that in our life, there are things in our life that handcuff us and things that kind of hold us back. And so many times if we allow, you know, we, we allow sometimes one event or one thing or, or one relationship or something in our life to begin to hold us back from what the Lord has for us. And so I want to ask you a question today. And the question I have is that what's handcuffing you? Because if it's handcuffing you now, it, it's because it's, it's handcuffing you to not be able to release you into what God has for you. And so, so many people, they, they, how many ever messed up? Lift your hands if you ever messed up. Lift your hands. Okay. Many people, once they mess up, they go, that's it. My whole life is over. That's it. I'm done. And, and what ends up happening is you handcuff yourself for life. You give yourself a life sentence because you feel like that's it. And it doesn't matter today where you're from, what, what you've traveled through. It, we serve an equal opportunity God that allows us today to begin to, to reach things that we never thought we could. I was in your facility about a month ago uh, with Pastor Eddie. He was showing around the whole thing, and I'm just amazed at what God's done here. I am so proud of Pastor Eddie, Pastor Sonia. I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of what God's doing in here. It is amazing. Can you say amazing? amazing. It's amazing what God's doing here. It's incredible. And... and Sometimes what happens in our life is that, can I say just before I start here, sometimes what happens in our life is that we sometimes take our blessings for granted. Right? We take our blessings for granted and go, well, you know, and we get to the point to where we take it for granted. We think, okay, well, I deserve this now. Right? You know, know, I've served the Lord. It's a hard life, whatever the case is. They go, you know, I deserve it now. But here's the thing. We don't deserve anything. But everything that the Lord gives us, it's a privilege and an honor. So today, listen, so today, I want to tell everyone here today, today, never take for granted what the Lord is doing in this place. And always engage. Say, so, you know, I'm so glad, so very glad what God is doing in this place because God is not finished yet. Come on. Amen. God is not done yet. I remember the days, you know, you, you come in, you, gotta, you have someone sitting here. With that um, overhead projector. And they even get, their job is take the overhead projector and just, here's the films. Do them alphabetically, you know, just in order. And they're like, they, can't, they didn't even get that right. I was like, what the heck? We're not singing that song. I, I, I. Anyways, thank God for, for look, the, the beautiful screens. It's amazing. Give yourself a nice, nice hand today. You know, the Lord is so good to us. And I say that all the time because I really, I really believe. I want you to turn with me over to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. 
verse, verse 14 through 30 in the NIV, it says, Again, it is it's like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. And to one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, to another one bag, each according to his ability. I want to stop there for a moment. It says, uh, uh, verse, turn to me to verse 15. Where's verse 15? It says, each according to what? His several what? Several what? Several what? When you look at ability, another word, kind of a sentiment of that, is called capacity. So what he's saying is that the Lord turned around. He gave one five talents, one two, one one. But what he did was he gave them all to their several ability. Or to their, like the way I like to, to break it down is he gave it to them, to everyone's, to these three men or the three servants, to their, to their several internal capacities. Right? Most people today don't understand what capacity they have inside of them. They just think, oh, well, you know, I'm just this or I'm that. But let me tell you, you're much more than you think you are. Much more than you think you are. If Pastor Edgy thought that way, right? You'd be, you'd be in a 1,500-square-foot building with no air conditioning, no carpet, and no platform. But the guy that couldn't even get the screens right. Because your pastors, isn't think, your pastors don't think like that. Now, the, the Lord of those servants sit down and he says, okay, I'm going to give this to you according to your several abilities. According to your what? Several abilities. According to your internal capacity. What you're able to endure. What you're able to dream at the conference. What you're able to think about. What you're able to say, God, I know you could do it. Whatever you say, God, I know that you could do that. The Bible says, what? With, I'll quote it, with, with men it is impossible. With God, all things are possible. So you're saying, oh, it, it can't be me. You know, I'm, I, you know I, I, I've come from the hood. It can't be me. I've come from a poor family. It can't be me. I, you don't understand the lifestyle. You can't. I'm telling you, everything you say is disqualified when you, when you look at the example of your pastors. Your pastor, he was in gangs before, right? He did those things. But let me tell you something, okay? You don't do them no more. <laughs> Right? So whenever you turn around and say, oh, I can't. Look at your pastor's example and say, I can. I can do that. I can. The Lord can do that. And here's the reason why. Because God can take you and I today and begin to take us and enlarge our internal capacity. To one he gave... To what he gave, uh, excuse me, the man who received five bags went out uh, of gold went out at once and put his money to work and gave five more. To the one with two bags, gave two more. But the one who received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground and hid his Lord's money or his master's money. And after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled up with them. The man who had received five bags uh, of gold brought the, other, uh, brought the other five. Master, you said you've entrusted me. You have what? Entrusted me. With five bags, I have gained five more. He said, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful a few things. I will make you in charge of many things. 
Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came to the master. You entrusted. That word entrusted. God gave it to you to put it in your care because he said, I'm going to give you something that no one else will give you. I'm, I'm going to put inside of you and I'm going to, I'm going to share with you something that I won't share with everybody, but only the ones that I can trust. Amen. You won't leave your wallet or your purse anywhere in vicinity of someone you don't trust. How many of you ever done that? You leave a room you, and you realize who's in the room, you go grab your wallet. <laughs> right? You leave your purse and, and, you, and you, walk, you start to walk out. You go, uh, no, no. Go grab the purse. And reason why, because the people in the room, you have to trust them to know that what you leave is not going to be ripped off. So when the Lord does, the Lord turns around and he entrusts people with things. He entrusts people with possessions. He entrusts people with gifts. He entrusts people with things in their life. And he says, I'm going to entrust you with this. And what, I'm, what I want you to do is I don't want you to sit on it. I want you to multiply it. So the Lord turned around and he entrusted him. Verse 20. And, and so verse, the next one, the one who received one bag of gold said, Master, I know you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid. I was what? I was afraid. Went and hid your, your gold in the ground. See, here, here is what belongs to you. His message, you wicked, lazy servant. You knew I had harvest where I had not sown and gathered where I had not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money to, on deposit with bankers so that when I returned, I would have re, re, received at least back interest. He said, Lord, I knew you're the Lord, so I'm not worried about it. How many know that the Lord expects us, expects us to do something with what he's given to us? Amen. And this one that said, you, no, you're, you're God. You know, don't worry about I, I don't worry about that. I, I, you know, I could put it in your hands. The Lord said, no, no, no. I've given you something to do something with, but you did nothing with it. And because you did nothing with it, and you disqualified by saying, oh, I'm God, I'll do whatever... I'll just make it happen. You'll just let God do it. I mean, there's a lot of people that, that, that do that. God puts something inside of them. And this one with one talent, God puts something inside. I'm going to give you this. And he doesn't do nothing because, you know, God will take care of it. You see, we have to not just, we got to get out of that mentality that God will take care of it. Wait a minute now. Without my engagement. That, that thing, oh, you know, I'm going to leave it in the hands of the Lord. God will just take care of it. And all of a sudden, it's like, poof, there it is. But it's not like that. God wants our engagement. God, we are mirror. We are the bride of Christ. God wants, God wants his bride to be engaged to what he's doing. And so if we're saying, oh, Lord, I'm putting your hands, what happens is we, 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 will, we will lose and, and fall short because... We're turning around and discounting the fact that we know who God is, but then we don't want to do our part. This building 
I commend you because this building did not happen. This, this, this whole facility did not happen because people did not want to get engaged. And I'm so thankful that you wanted to get engaged. Goes on and says, so take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. But who does not have, even what they have, listen to this, even what they have will be taken away from them. And throw that worthless servant outside in darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Capacity. Talk about capacity for a moment. Yeah, they are taller than me. Anyways. <coughs> kind of embarrassing when the microphones are taller than you up here. <laughs> the maximum, the, the capacity. Talk about capacity for a minute, okay? Capacity. The maximum amount that something can contain. Volume, the size, the magnitude, and might break, I'm going to give you my breakdown and, and definition capacity. What a person is fully capable of with the abilities that God puts in them. There's a true story of a man, he, this guy was preaching a revival, and the revival was going really good, and this young man comes up and says, hey, he says, uh, and he goes, what would you like to, what, what do you want me to pray you for? And he goes, I want a CEO job making $250,000 a year. And then the guy steps back and goes, oh, man. He goes, well, what are you doing right now? He goes, well, I'm working at a grocery store. I make minimum wage. And he steps back. He goes, he goes okay, are, are you striving to be the assistant manager? No. Are you going to any classes? No. Are you, you have any leadership capacity at all? No. But you want me to pray that God will make you a CEO making a quarter of a million dollars a year? Yeah, yeah. God could do all, all things. Now, let me ask you a question. How many, how many think that sounds silly? People do it all the time. People do it all the time. God, God, right now, God, right now. <laughs> I, I, want to, I want to own a business well you got to get up before one o'clock to do that God, God I want to do this God I want to do that and I mean oh, today, the, Lord, the Lord today there's nothing you know righteous at least that the Lord can't do so here's the thing if you want to be a business owner, if you, want, if you want to be a CEO, if you want to do, you know, to be the leader of something, if you want to begin to have a, a, a successful family and a wonderful family, if you want to do any of these things, you can't just say, Lord, let me, Lord, I'm going to do it. Just God, I'm going to put it in your hands. It's like the one, one talent servant. He said, oh, no, so, you know, you're the Lord. You can do all things. As that servant said, you can do all things. So I just put it in your hands. I'll come back, I expect you to treat me well. But the Lord said, no, no, no. You took me for granted. You took me for granted, and, and you thought I would do something just because you thought you're so special to receive it. And you did nothing, nothing at all while I was gone. Nothing. Nothing. You're not, you're not even trying to do anything. And the whole thing really is that we take God for granted 
Because if we're not careful, we'll begin to gravitate toward those who think they have, they, 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 they deserve things that they don't. Nothing is gratis. Even salvation costs Jesus his life. And so today, here's the thing. If you're saying, God, I really want to do this, I really want to do that, the Lord knows you can do it. But are you willing to do it? I'm putting it in God's hand is many times just a cop out for someone who doesn't want to do nothing. Well, you know that relationship, I'm just putting it in God's hand. Are you trying to help that relationship? I'm giving the Lord, you know, I'm giving my wife to the Lord. Hope she'll hope he'll take her. <laughs> you know, I'm just giving my husband to God. God, take him on a vacation. Do something with them. Because I'm just giving them to you. But here's the thing. The Lord said, no, no, no. I gave to you that you could multiply. And if you do nothing with it, then don't expect the blessing of reward. The one that was given two was given what? Two more. The one that was given five was given what? Five more. The one that sat on one and did nothing, even what he had, listen, even what he had was taken from him. Think about that for a moment. Even what he had was taken from him. And the thing is this, if you're not going to do nothing with what God's given you, it's going to disappear too. What if, if I gave someone $100, $200, $500, and then that one came back $100, I say, no, wait a minute. Give me that $100 because the one that has 10 knows how to do this. The one that has four knows how to do this. Because apparently you don't want to do nothing with it. So even what you have, I've got to take from you because you're not doing nothing with it. That's the thing today. Don't be caught with just that one time and not wanting to do nothing with it. Your internal capacity is more, listen, than who you think you are. The Bible says that one of my favorite scriptures, give, Luke 6, 38, give, and it shall be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and what? And what? If you be faithful in a small thing, God will make you ruler over much. If you would take the capacity you have today and realize today that, that it's not about, listen, it's not about you, it's about what's inside of you. It's what, about what God has put inside of you. Are you with me? I don't care what age you are, I don't, know, I don't care where you're at. I'm going to tell you right now, whether you're male, female, whatever nationality you are, God wants to take your internal capacity, and enlarge it. He wants to think, brother, come on up this way. Watch, I tell you, so many people today, they want to, here you go. Come here a second. Put your hand in that one. Just go ahead and hold on to it. Here you go, hold on to that, okay. Just hold it like that. Don't let that ball touch the ground. <laughs> In fact, I'll tell you what. It's too easy. Hold it like this. 
this is there. Okay, good. The, the silliness of mindsets today is that people today think that God must do everything and we do nothing. The silliness of thinking that, that we don't have to do anything, that all we have to do is just, you know, um, pray without engagement. That all we have to do is just, you know, or do things and think that, that God's going to do without getting the mind of God on it. There has to be like an equal balance of how God begins to minister to us. And, we, and when you're praying, as we're praying, we're praying God, not praying to miss, but praying with what God has for us. Amen. And praying that God would begin to enlarge your capacity to begin to fulfill your dream. That God would begin to enlarge your capacity to begin to do what, you, what you're called to do. James 4, 3 says... You ask and receive not because you ask amiss you, that you may consume it upon your lust. What happened is that young man started acting to be a CEO, making a quarter of a million dollars. And, and he wasn't asking because, you know, uh, 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 for in a, he was asking out of a fleshly desire without any internal capacity or thought for what, the, what, what God had for him. That's when you ask amiss. But you know today that when you ask, don't ask amiss. You okay? Don't ask amiss. That's the thing today that we have to realize when you ask, don't ask God for something that you know for a fact you shouldn't have. Amen. Don't pray for a new car that you can't afford. Amen. You know, I want a Maserati. You make 11 bucks an hour. That's going to be very tough. Very, very tough. Well, I want this or I want that. Listen, be faithful in the small things. And God make you rule over much. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you something today? Common sense may not be one of the gifts of the Spirit, but it sure does help you. <laughs> Here, I want to ask some questions, and I want to close. First question is this. Do you have... Hold on. Right here, watch. Right here. Right there. A little bit higher, right there. No, no, stay there, stay there, get right there. Okay, right there. Now you're sweating through your shirt, man. <laughs> Do you have the capacity for whatever you're praying for? In other words, are, are you qualified for what you're asking for? Amen. First Samuel 17, 33, Samuel says, you're not able to go, uh, king, the king, Saul says, you're not able to go against the Philistine and fight him because you're only a young man. And he has been a warrior from his youth. And so what he said, he says, he told David when David was going to fight Goliath, you're just a young punk. And David said, no, I killed the lion, I killed the bear, and this giant's no different. Yeah. 
He said, but he, what he said was, I can qualify that I could take this giant out. So I'm not a rookie. I'm not a novice. I've done this before. That lion and bear is dead, and so will this giant be. So Saul says, okay, since you killed the lion and the bear, go for it. Here's the thing. We, we disqualify ourselves today even before we try to qualify ourselves. So we have to have, we have to have credentials, things behind us that the Lord can advance us. <laughs> well, at least he didn't touch the ground, right? Okay, hold on, hold on. So, here you go. So, first question is, do you have the capacity for whatever you're praying for? Second of all, are you willing, listen, are you willing to go through the prerequisites to increase your capacity? Are you, hey brother, you're here? Come here a second. Thank you, brother. Here you go. Just don't let it touch the ground, thanks. Glad you came up, thank you. But, I, but I'm not, I don't think I'm as happy as that fella right there. <laughs> Listen, here's it. Are you willing to go through the prerequisites to increase your capacity? That young man that said, oh, I want to be a CEO. But you, you, are you taking classes? Are you doing, no, no. Are, 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 you, are you trying to be an assistant manager? No. Are you trying to be a manager? No. I just want that position. So many people today, listen, many people want things without the training, without the teaching, without the experience, without the farming, without the rejection, without the heartache, without the blood, sweat, and tears. But you want all these things, but you're not going to get them without all these things attached to it. When you were over there in Riverside and your building burned down, there's some blood, sweat, and tears that went into that. And the Lord blessed you. Why is that? Because you said, listen, I'm willing to go through the prerequisites to increase my capacity. Nobody knows what you can, listen, nobody knows what you can handle until you go through it yourself. A death, a tragedy, a divorce. Nobody understands. They go, well, you know, you don't understand. Uh, uh, you know, uh, if you've been through a divorce, if you've had a tragic death, if you went through a bad experience in your life, if you've had a failed relationship, if you've had a, 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 a financial disaster, nobody understands. But you do. You do. And I'll tell you why. Because, it, listen, it makes you stronger. It makes you stronger. If you ever went through a divorce, that next man's in trouble. Like, dude, I'm checking you out, man. I've had one bad apple. I'm not going to have two. Financial disasters. 
You had one. You want to have two. Right? You're doing pretty good. There you go. Strong straight. Down. There you go. Thanks. And here's the next one. I got five minutes and I'm done. Listen to this. <laughs> here's, here's the one, okay? Can your capacity... Can your capacity handle the results? Can, can you deal? Can you deal with a million bucks? Or are you having trouble with the hundred? Can you deal with a business? Can you deal with dealing with employees? Can you deal with a successful ministry? Can you go out there and pioneer and not let it get to your head? If God gives you 150 people right off the bat. Can you deal with that kind of success? Because many people can't deal with that. Because they, 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 they get cabazón. And we need both doors open so we can get their head through the door. Because they're all about themselves. Cabazón, cabazón, cabazón. So now they have to have two ushers to carry their heads. Like, hello. So, <laughs> help me. Here's the thing. I got a shirt. I, I, I got a shirt I wear almost a, a lot, and I ordered some more because I wore that one out. So it said, the shirt says, remember where you came from. Remember where you came from. You're doing really good, man. You're sweating, though. Yeah. Let me see your hands. A little bit more. Low down. Low down. Oh, stay where you're at. A <laughs> little bit down. Okay, there you go. Can, can, listen, can your capacity hold the results? Your pastor, I've known him for years, 20 years. Are you smiling at me or are you giving me a dirty look? No. <laughs> listen, I've known your pastor for over 20 years. Let me tell you something. He hasn't changed to me. He doesn't, he doesn't walk around, you know, like, oh, I am all that and a bag of, you know, Dorito chips. Or, yeah, hot, hot Cheetos. <laughs> right? He's going, you know something? I'm the same guy I was 20 years ago. It's, this God isn't what he doesn't want. Increase his internal capacity. Some people today, they can't handle success, power, money, relationship, or title. Nebuchadnezzar was one of them. Last year. I'm going to give you this. There's two factors on trust. And it goes like this. In God we trust, but can God trust you? When God blesses us, it's an extension of his trust in us. Remember this. It's, it's, it, whenever God does that, oh, let me see your arm here. Hold on. Your arm's kind of got close. I don't know how that happened, man. So. A little bit lower, a little bit lower. Okay, arms extended. Thank you. It's good, too. Listen, two the minute is on trust. Here it is. When God blesses you, it is what? It is an extension to what? His trust. Why is that? Because he trusts you. 
He trusts you with capacity. Amen. He trusts that we won't squander it. He trusts that we won't abuse it. He trusts that we won't take it for granted. He trusts that we won't come to an entitlement mentality. He trusts that we will be faithful with what he's given to us. Because if you're faithful with the small things, God will make you ruler over much. When I love these two brothers begin to hold this, one of the things is that they didn't, they, I never asked them before, but here's the thing. I said, you know, hold it. Don't let it touch him out. And he's not. Why? Because, thank you. Because eternal capacity, internal capacity means that you're willing to do it when you're asked. These brothers, I didn't, I didn't pre-screen them. <laughs> I just asked when you come up here. And the reason why that is, because that's the way the Lord is today. It's about you today. Your, listen, the weights that you have, it can handcuff you or it can bring you freedom. Amen. Capacity today. These men probably didn't realize they had that kind of capacity. Thank you, guys. This guy's really like, man, I'm glad you did for me, man. Thank you. <laughs> he said, after service, he goes, that was hard. But listen, don't let anything handcuff you anymore. It doesn't matter if you went to divorce. It doesn't matter if you had an addiction before. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter if you had success before. You lost it all. It doesn't matter if you had a financial crisis. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you, if you got evicted on your home. Doesn't matter if you lost your home. I don't care. No matter where it's at, God can do it again with your help. Will you bow your head today? Thank you, Lord, today. Father, we thank you today. We ask you, Lord, today that everyone in this place, you've blessed them, you've given them internal capacity, God. You're here today. Maybe you don't know the Lord. You've never given your life to Christ. You say, you know something? I want to give my life to Christ today. I want to give my life to Jesus. You've never given your life. You've, you, you, maybe you're here. Maybe you, you say, I've never done that. Well, you lift your hand up. But God so loved this world that he gave. God bless you. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You today say, you know, I need to give my life to Christ. That's where it starts. Will you lift your hand today? God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else today? Maybe you're here today. You say, you know what, man? I fell away. My relationship is not where it should be with the Lord. I know, I know for a fact that, 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 that I need to get back with the Lord. I know today that my life is not where it should be. But I want to get it back in line again. Will you lift your hand up today? All of this place. God bless you. 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 Say, you know, that's me, man. I tell you what, man. The first step is getting your life back right. Getting back in line with the Lord and saying, God, I need your help today. The Bible says, He's alive with breath, but without Him, we can do nothing. We are helpless without the Lord.
I may have had some, I may have had some blunders, but God today, I'm telling you today, I know it's going to be, I know today that with all my heart, the internal capacity, this is a day of turnaround. Lift your hand. You know that. You know that. You lifted your hand, rededicate your life. I want you to stand your feet. Don't think about you standing. Forgive me.